Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Beyond the Scoreboard. My name is Raven Moore, and I'm the high school and college sports reporter for the Iowa City Press Citizen. In this new podcast, we hope to go beyond the playing field to further shine a light on the talented athletes, coaches, and teams in town, as well as in surrounding areas. To accomplish that, we will pick the best female and male athletes from the previous week, as well as pick the teams that had the best showing. To close things out, we will highlight a specific player, team, or game that deserves a more in-depth look. And this week, that spotlight will be on the West High Trojans boys tennis team, who captured their historic 11th state team title last week. To kick things off, we're going to start off with the Girls Athlete of the Week, and that distinction is going to go to Regina Regal's senior softball player, Danny Laughlin. She was the runner-up for this week's Athlete of the Week after receiving over 30% of the vote. In the Regal's 8-7 comeback win over Bettendorf, Laughlin went 3-for-3 with two runs scored and two RBIs. Our top Girls Team of the Week will go to the Clear Creek Amanda Clippers softball team. Since June 2nd, my birthday, the Clippers have won three of their last four games, including an 11-4 win over West Delaware. The Boys Athlete of the Week is going to go to West High Junior Tennis player Patrick Selby. A part of the championship winning state tennis team, Selby was voted the Press Citizens Athlete of the Week after winning both his singles and doubles match during the team's finals match against Waukee Northwest. He gained 47.69% of the vote this week. I caught up with him to discuss what this season was like for him. Here's that interview. Now, I'm sure it's hard to pick a favorite championship, but between <laughs> last year's and this year's, which one do you think carried more weight with you personally? Uh, definitely this year. Last year, I was seven, so I didn't get mm-hmm. to play as much as I did this year, obviously. But um, this year especially because, we again, we had the early loss in the season, and then being able to work as a team and then just eventually achieve our goal was just something that was so amazing because we didn't have the same thing last year. We never played the people we played in the finals last year until we actually got to the finals. But we knew we were expecting coming into this year, and we knew it was going to be really, really tough. So being able to see all of our work pay off is just incredible. And how has that transition been from going from the seventh player to the fifth player this year? Uh, it's been a big transition. It's, uh, I mean, my role is completely different. Last year, it's more of like motivating the teammates, doing, just doing everything I can for the top six to you know, do their job. But uh, this year, I mean, I am the top six, so I'm the one that has to execute. But, I mean, yeah, it's just it's a, it's a lot. It's a big difference. Yeah, and so you mentioned, you know, having to encourage players this mm-hmm. year and last year as well. Um, so with next year being your senior season, how are you hoping to kind of take on more of a leadership role for your younger teammates? Uh, well, it's funny. We've already actually just, me and Samir have already started compiling tournaments for everyone to play. Uh, we're all lifting. We're all – we have all our practices planned out for next year. Winter conditionings, I mean, we're all, we're ready to go. So, yeah. 
And it's funny you kind of mentioned the off-season plans that you guys have already had. So have you guys already kind of celebrated your championship? Are those days over? Are you still kind of allowing yourself that, you know, that grace to be champions before turning it over to next season? Uh, we're definitely still celebrating it. But, um, I mean, the next one's on the way. we got to start practicing. So For sure. And then what would it mean to you to close out as three-time state champs? I mean, like Samir said, it would just be the cherry on top. I mean, it would be amazing. But we do have a work cut out for us. So got to keep working. Our top boys team of the week will go to the Liberty Lightning's boys soccer team. Last week, they captured the program's first ever championship after beating Norwalk 5-0 in the Class 3A Finals. Following the win, I caught up with their head coach, Matthew Harding. The opportunity of being the first to accomplish Thank something. Thanks, Sean. Um, yeah, like, you know, the first picture I took when I got in the building was the banner in the gym with no numbers on it. And so we kind of talked about that being a way for this senior class because I'm not going to work with them for long to – you know, leave their mark and be the first one to put a number up there. And, and now to have them do that, I'm just so proud of these guys. Um, you know, we had great buy-in in the winter in, uh, in open gyms and, oh yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, there, there were definitely, <laughs> it's not been smooth all the way. We definitely started with some adversity. I think it was uh, two and seven start or something like that, but then uh, finished here nine and one. So everything really kind of came together for us at the right time. Would you say you took a picture of the empty banner? Yeah. When you first oh, yeah. Got yeah. Here? Yep. Cool. Yeah, in the gym. Yeah, no numbers. So, did you, you know. send that to the guys or what? Uh, just put to it, keep it for I put it on a pamphlet that I gave them with like the preseason info and just like, you know, there's there's nothing to indicate in this building. They hadn't even ever had a soccer poster before. So, no trophies in the trophy case. So, um, you know, there are some other programs in town that have had a little more success, but for these guys to be the first ones, um, you know, and to get it in their first trip to state, uh, I'm just beyond, um, I don't know if it's beyond expectation. I mean, this was something we talked about in our first like season meeting where we want to be at the end of the year and, and playing on the last day was it. And so to have them earn the last practice yesterday and then weather cancel that, but to be able to play today, um, it's just what it's all about. And for them to play as well as they did, you know, that was kind of the big thing before game, just, play your best we don't need to we, nobody needs to be superman just stay within what you're capable of doing on the field and, and good things will happen and that's kind of how it worked out thanks so it was your yeah. first year with these freshmen so four years ago or was it five i'm sorry so it was my first year coaching with the program uh, uh, fifth so year of the program yep new coach yep was it, this isn't the first liberty team title right it is volleyball yeah. one in volleyball. the fall damn it like <laughs> i got i got hired before that so i had designs on that but we are the first men's program to win a state title but two state titles this year is big those are the first two for the the school so i think um things are really starting to click in the athletic department and it's good to see that start a start a tradition up there how about those leaders that you only got for one year but yeah especially the seniors and uh, oh. hayden's a junior right uh hayden's a senior mm -hmm. yeah cooper's the junior hayden and forest seniors um yeah so um i i knew about those guys because i've worked with them on the club side before so i knew what i was in for coming up there and um, you know, the, the strong players that we would have, the good leaders that we would have there to get the boys doing things the right way, you know, as quickly as we could so that we would have a chance for some success in the postseason and keeping it together uh, during those early days when, when we were taking some losses. We were in those games. You know, there were a couple big losses, but um, 
but they kept the guys uh, doing what we needed to be doing and making the corrections we needed to make so that we could be here. And it's just great to see it pay off for them. Hayden was telling me out of your what five elimination games, I think you had four shutouts over that time. Or yeah, five out of six. Something we like didn't that. we didn't get our first shutout until the last two regular season games. So that was really something that was bothering me because, like traditionally, I'm a more defensive minded coach. But with the attacking talent that we had, um, it's just you know it's too uh, too fun, <laughs> too enjoyable to have that uh, going forward. So yeah, getting uh, getting some of those guys forward. Um, and letting them create and express themselves. And uh, yeah, just grateful they were able to do it uh, and stay composed on the big stage today. But nevertheless, two shutouts over the semifinals and championship. I mean, not a lot of teams can pull off something like that. How, yeah. how this team just come together at the right time and catch fire just when they needed to? Right, right. You know, that it had been an issue. Uh, we were just leaking goals. And, uh, you know, we played a great game against Bettendorf, but we let them score twice and it went to PKs. Um, we had scored first against West High, but they came back and won that game early in the year. Uh, Joaquin Northwest, we let them score four in a game where we scored three. So we knew if we could solidify the defense that that would help us turn some of these results in our favor. And so the guys really put an emphasis on that in the last few weeks. And getting that first shutout really made them value that and uh, see the importance of it. And so that just continued here into the postseason. Coach, at what point this season did you think a day like today might be possible? Um... I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, I knew the talent that was at Liberty before I got up there. Um, and so this was kind of, I, you know, I don't know how big of a reach it was. Uh, they'd never been to state before. Um, but, you know, these players have been in big games and in pressure situations before. Uh, Roman and Flory have won state cup on the club side. So um, I've seen them perform well in big games. And so um, it was, you know, it was definitely something that we were aiming for. Um, but to see it come together after the way we started, you know, if you would ask me in April, uh, man, can we just be 500? And we really didn't. I don't think we hit 500 until the sub-state final, maybe. So, you know, then it was like, okay, can we guarantee we're going to have a winning record? Okay, cool. And then it just kind of went from there. So a lot of first-time state participants are kind of just happy to get there. And yeah, uh, yeah. you know, at what point did you see that this was a group that was going to not be satisfied with just getting here? Um, just, just the way they talked, you know, when we'd have our, our film sessions and, and kind of check in um, when we did that every few weeks, um, what we're building towards. Um, we we kind of had a metaphor in mind of, of these marshmallow towers that I had them build on the first day out of spaghetti. And you build the tower and you're not thinking about the marshmallow. And so when you go to put it on the top in the end, it falls down. And we talked about understanding purposefulness and that we had to constantly be checking along the way to make sure that marshmallow would be supported. And um, so those were our check-ins, were our marshmallow checks, and just making sure that the, the chemistry was right with the team, that we were still, you know, what do we need to fix to make sure we get to our ultimate goal? And, and they would kind of, uh, you know, be honest with me about it, and there were some adjustments we had to make. But uh, in the end, you know, that was kind of where it came to be, like today, let's put the marshmallow on it and see if it stands, and it did. So I'm so proud of the guys for that. We played well for you defensively. <laughs> Uh, where's the roster? Um, the whole unit. It was great. Uh, we knew uh, there were really dangerous crossing balls in, so it was going to be a big day for uh, Quinn and for Zach um, to be shutting down those dangerous players. And then when those balls do get in, Hyder and Forrest, we're going to have to deal with uh, uh, number 12 for Norwalk, very dangerous attacker, uh, real strong left foot. Uh, I think he had something like 24, 25 goals coming into this game. Uh, I'm sorry, that's 11. 11's the lefty with the leading goal scorer for him. Uh, 12 also dangerous on his right. 
So just being aware of where the danger was and, and making sure we were kind of snuffing that out um, and then doing what we do, hang on to the ball, uh, make them run a little bit. And we definitely were able to do that. And in the heat, um, that's going to definitely save us in the second half. Any, any energy we can take out of their legs in the first half is going to be a benefit for us. Coach, congratulations. Thanks. I don't know if uh, you saw a 5 nothing win coming today. I know I certainly was not expecting something like that. No, uh, what, no. What did it take out of your guys? I mean, what did they come out here today? It must have been just something special in the pregame speech or well, something. Well, you know, to be honest, it was, it was mm, we didn't need anything special. I just needed the best from them. And if enough of those guys play their best, then we're a really tough team. And so, you know, nobody had, there was no miraculous, you know, bicycle kick or anything like that. It was just sticking with what's worked for us all year um, and understanding, you know, we tested that. We tested that against some of the best teams in the state. I think we played nine of the top 15 4A teams and we took a lot of losses. We only won one of those games, but we figured out what worked in, you know, stressful, um, high level games and that just came to bear now in the postseason. We talked about that all the time. Like now is where we cash in all this stuff that we build up earlier in the season, all those you know losses that we had to suffer through to figure out what works and what doesn't. And, you know, when we came to the tournament, and full credit to Norwalk too, they play a very similar schedule. I think they were maybe one below us in strength of schedule, one more win, one less loss, but they do it right as well, um, trying to play the best. And, and that's what helps you be ready at this time of year. Coach, you created a pretty tough act to follow winning this championship in your first year at Liberty. So with this group and now that they know that they have championship pedigree, I know you got almost a year before the next season comes about, mm -hmm, but how mm -hmm. are you hoping to keep the team fired up and motivated continuing on? Sir? Yeah, you know, I think a lot of the younger guys are, are motivated to play their part now. They want to be a part of this. They saw what the senior class was able to do. Um, this was the first year in the Iowa City schools of having junior high soccer. So we made sure to try to get those kids at least to a couple games um, so they could see what it's all about. And, and hopefully then that motivates them to want to be a part of this in the future. So my ball boys at the sub-state semi and final were, were some of our eighth grade boys that will be in the program next year. And I want them to see this and want to be a part of it. state championship is an accomplishment two is a cause for celebration but winning 11 well that puts you in the conversation as the best program in the state the west side trojans boys tennis team accomplished that last week after beating walkie northwest in the finals to capture their 11th ever state championship this title also serves as the second in as many years under their head coach marshall molers rising through early season adversity coach molers as well as senior shivy Menangi and junior samir singh provide an in-depth look at at what this season was like. The first interview you will hear is with Coach Molers. So after a successful first season at the helm as uh, the head coach, you've pretty much made big shoes for yourself to fill winning a state championship in your first year. So was did you feel a lot of pressure to repeat this past season or what was that like for you? Um, honestly, a lot of the pressure kind of came from the former head coach, Mitch mm -hmm. Gross, uh, the, the winningest coach uh, in Iowa. Uh, just with how many state championships he was able to uh, to win mm -hmm. uh, that first year, I felt a tremendous amount of pressure just to you know attempt to live up to to his legacy. Mm -hmm. um, and so winning it last year was was great. Um, and then going into it this year, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a kind of a continued pressure. There's the the sense that you know it, it means a lot to these the, to our teammates um, and just. You know how 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 much 
can you really push yourselves in a season? Uh, and and w to what extent do you need to push yourselves in order to actually get that state championship? And uh, there were definitely times this year where I was like, I, I don't know if we can truly do it and or if I um, can do it. So there was a lot of kind of self-doubt going into it. But yeah, yeah, it was it was very, very special this year that we were able to do it. But yeah, lots of pressure for sure. Yeah, I can only imagine, but I'm sure it was beneficial that you didn't have to undergo a whole bunch of roster turnover from your first season to this past season. So how do you feel like having so much roster continuity helped to get that success? Yeah, it's great being able to have a lot of the players come back the following year that you've already kind of built this foundation with them. They know what to expect. Um, so it just makes it easier um, going into some of these these more challenging matches, uh, you know, at the individual and team state tournaments, if some of them have been there before, um, a lot of the, you know, first round jitters and nerves and things like that, um, they, they've already experienced those, so they know to expect those. Um, so there's a lot with that, um, as well as with leadership. Um, a lot of those players, if they maybe played a little bit lower on the team the year previous, going into it this year, they now know, again, what to expect and also how to kind of guide some of the, the team members that are now in their previous spots. Um, so uh, th there's a lot uh, that goes into it for sure. And a lot of the, the team members feeling like they, they can help and do help each other is really cool to see. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I'm sure it, it's a benefit to help, especially with it being a championship caliber team that, like y'all know, won a championship uh, team title last year. And so kind of fast forwarding to that, you guys brought home your 11th ever state championship in tennis. So for you, what does it mean to be a part of that history? Oh, yeah, it, it means so much to me. Uh, again, with the pressure going into it, knowing that that we are still carrying on that that kind of West High tradition of you know, if we're gonna go, we're, we're gonna go for all of it. Yeah. And um, the ability to actually get there to do that um, is so challenging, right? And, it, and it's different when, you know, I was on the team mm -hmm. many years ago and, you know, I was the assistant coach for some time and then now as the head coach, just realizing how much really does go into it and how stressful that can be. Um, and for the kids and for the players, uh, uh, the families, all of that, like it, it really is kind of a, you gotta, put out everything yeah. uh, if you want to get there. Uh, and so to be able to carry on that tradition um, has just been so rewarding um, to, to know that now we are the, the, the most, or, or I don't know how you describe it, the winningest now. Um, that, make, that sounds right. <laughs> to, to, to have the, the most um, compared to, uh, I think Wallert is um, the next highest with, mm -hmm. with 10. Um, Wallert was never shy to mention that every time we played them, mm -hmm. that it was, you know, a couple years back we were uh, behind them, last year we were tied with them, and now this year we, we pull away and, and now we're uh, in the lead. Um, you know, it was, it, it's something that, it, it just goes to show uh, how, how hard it is to get there and to do that, right, and, and to kind of feel, to feel rewarded after having put in so much of that work and effort. Yeah, you touched on it a little bit that you are a former West High student and were on the tennis team, you know, during your time here. So what would you say are some of the biggest differences from being a player to actually being the coach? Oh, yeah. As a player, I, I felt like I was kind of on autopilot a little bit. You know, I, I could play pretty well, 
but I, I was nowhere near the same caliber as the, the members of the team that we have this year, um, as well as obviously many of the other members uh, of the state, individual state and, and stuff like that. Like I, I just wasn't, I wasn't quite as skilled as those other players were. Um, and, and for me, like I, I just, I didn't really think a lot about what, what I needed to do to improve my game. Yeah. I felt like practices weren't always uh, the most constructive for me as a player, right? I probably needed to work more on my volleys, on placement of serves and things like that. And I just, I didn't really do a whole lot of that. So now as a coach, I, I can see like, where did I go wrong as a player and what can I do to help my players now um, achieve their, their best? And um, yeah, so I, I, I see it a little bit more holistically, mm -hmm. um, which I very much appreciate. It's, it's an insight that I don't think every coach has, and it's, it's pretty cool. For sure. And then just last question for me. I mean, I'm sure there's so much excitement with this latest state championship, and I'm sure there's going to be more in the future. So for you, how do you make sure your players stay grounded and kind of embrace the moment as opposed to quickly thinking ahead about, okay, what can we do the next year to become champs as well? Yeah, I mean, I, I've told my players uh, to enjoy it for now, right? Like this is a time for, for celebration for them that uh, to, to have realized that we, we were able to get what we were striving for in the beginning um, and to also recognize just how much work we had to put in to do that and to achieve that, um, that we are graduating three players this year and uh, it, it will be very, very challenging to go for it again next year, um, that they'll, they'll need to ensure that they are putting their best effort from, I mean, really throughout the rest of the year. Um, through summer, we do some winter conditioning. We'll do a, a little fall ladder where they'll, they'll play against each other type of thing. But mm -hmm. um, in the end, come next season, like we'll need to be hopefully in a, a similar spot as where we started the season this year. Next up is Shivy Manangi. So I'd be willing to guess that after four years on the team, winning becomes a bit commonplace, but I'm sure winning the state championship still feels good. So how did it feel to get one to close out your high school career? Oh, it felt phenomenal, uh, especially <laughs> especially this year, as both of them said, being the underdogs. Um, and I think me playing a bigger role on the team this year, playing higher in the lineup than I did last year, uh, it felt good. Um, also, uh, I didn't have the best performance at like the individual tournament, so me wanting to kind of add the fire to wanting to end out my career on that championship. So, yeah, it feels really good. Yeah, and kind of building on that, I mean, you feel like individually you may not have produced your best, but that team tournament you played really, really well. Just kind of talk about some of the growth that you've done over the past week or so to kind of make sure that you prepare for the team tournament. Uh, oh, just like reflecting on yeah, yeah, the yeah. growth. Um, yeah, I mean, I, def I definitely had to reset, which is the biggest thing. Um, and I think instead of pouting and like just being down on myself, I had to, being the senior, I also had to show my teammates that I'm ready to move on from it. Mm. And yeah, so I guess I just had to not pout and just put it aside and keep going. Yeah, so I don't I know, I don't know if you or your teammates know this, but apparently this is the 27th year, the past 29 years that West High has won a state championship. Yeah. So for you, what does it mean to be a part of such an illustrious athletic history? Um, it's, I don't, I honestly don't know how to feel because it, it feels really, really cool, but kind of um, adds pressure to like us kind of needing to win the title in a way. Mm -hmm. But other than that, no, it feels really good that we're part of such a good program. And I hope that continues with not just us, but other athletic programs here. 
Yeah, and kind of building on that, I mean, with your senior year concluded, um, what is some messages that you want to give to young tennis players who are looking into joining the program but not sure exactly where they fit into the team? Um, younger, uh, I would say I, like, kind of just say, like, be prepared for, um, how do I word it, like, expect the unexpected, I guess, because... Going into the team, I had no idea what to expect, but after I met all the guys and what comes with the program and the legacy, it's something that I never thought I would experience. So, yeah, I would tell all the younger players that are coming up into our program to um, be aware of all the fun things that are come, but also there's going to be some hard times, and you're going to have to learn how to get through them. Yeah. And what about this upcoming class of seniors on the team? What are some leadership advice that you would give to them as they prepare to go into their own senior years? Uh... <laughs> I'll just tell them to let um, like their teammates be who they are. Because I think this year, um, us three being seniors, I don't think we had like such like a big role compared to like those two. Mm -hmm. But I think we just let everyone do their own thing because that's kind of what we know how to do best. And since we're such a good family, it kind of just clicks together. So I would, let, I would tell them to just let their, the team be who they are and it'll all work out. Last but not least, I was joined by Samir Singh. All right, so back-to-back -back state champions. I know that you probably got this question a lot, but how does that feel? No, it feels great, um, especially after having a loss early in the season. Mm -hmm. We were the underdogs all season, especially going into the state championship. And just seeing all of our work throughout the season pay off, um, it just felt great. And I'm sure you guys aren't used to really being the underdog. I mean, especially with all the success that this program has accumulated over the years. So how have you guys kind of taken that role and embraced it throughout the year? Yeah, so at first, after our initial loss, I think all of us were, um, we were pretty depressed after that for a few days. But then after regrouping with our coach and um, just being, being together with the team, we all decided that it's okay for the underdog. As long as we work hard, we can achieve anything. And how would you compare this year's state championship as opposed to last year's? I would say that this year's means a little bit more mm -hmm. because just because of us being the underdog and having to work hard. And um, we're uh, because of our seniors, we have three seniors leaving and we're all just a big family. So just having this last like crowning achievement together was um, really special. Yeah. And then just last question for me, with you being a senior going into the next year, I believe. Yeah, I'm going to be senior next year. Yeah, so what would it mean to you to close things out with three state state championships? Yeah, that would be amazing. We definitely have our work cut out for us next year, but uh, if we're able to achieve that, that's just going to be like uh, the cherry on top to my career. No matter what the future holds for the tennis team or West High as a whole, their latest championship puts them in rarefied air, earning them the title of Dynasty High. For myself and the rest of the Press Citizen, I am so excited to see what they're able to accomplish next. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Beyond the Scoreboard, and we will see you all next time. Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. 
Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.